Welcome to Grown and Tender. This is my podcast about finding a life partner when you're single and vibrantly over 40. I'm your host, Nadia Edwards, and I found the live from my pot in my 40s. Here I'll share some stories, some tips, and have special guests that will share their journey with you. So listen in. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Grown and Tender. Um, As always, our resident or my resident special guest, Ty Rona, is here. Hello, everyone. How are you? (laughs) So, Tyrona, um, we're going to talk about relationships, but specifically, how does the relationship with your father impact finding a life partner? Ooh, this is interesting. Let's get into it. (laughs) Well, I think for most of us, or some of us, maybe not most, but some of us, we, in a way, look for a man similar to our dads because not for nothing, those of us that had our fathers in our life, he was the first man we knew how to love and who we received love from. Um, for instance, my dad, he kind of encouraged me to be myself, my quirkiness and all. He was there to watch me be that person. Um, and him, I found him to be a protector, a provider, and just someone that, you know, when you wanted to kick back and watch TV, you can snuggle up with. Like, I really didn't have that snuggle up time with mom. I had it more with dad. (laughs) Really? Mom was always busy cooking, cleaning, (laughs) doing the laundry. Doing those motherly things. (laughs) Exactly. Making sure you brushed your teeth, clean behind your ears. You know, she was the one who always told you how to do all that stuff. Uh, Meanwhile, daddy was was the cuddler. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay. You know, mom got the brunt of everything. Go ahead and listen to your mom. It's the voice. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. In many ways, I think, yeah, that's it. That They were that first male love and that male bond we had yeah because in many ways my husband i snuggle up with him when i want to watch tv you know and you can kind of get things out of them when you get that little snuggling like uh, you know get that little whiny voice on it does work okay i feel okay (laughs) so what about what about the women who were not raised by a father or their father was not part of their life and be it divorce, um, death, you know, whatever. But that father was not there. What about those women? Mm, Those are difficult. Um, I remember talking to a friend and she had abandonment issues because her dad wasn't there. Mm. And she just always felt uh, she didn't know what love really was because her dad abandoned her. Okay, that's interesting. So 
Is she single or is she is she married? Actually, she's married, but she sometimes still feels like she doesn't know what that love is supposed to feel like. Right. So you know, I'm, you know what I'm going to say, right? No. <laughs> by all means, tell me. If she has those issues, she should probably talk to someone. She should probably get some help. So I was reading an article the other day about you know, how absent fathers impact relationships, adult relationships. And some of the points that were discussed, like I really felt it. Um, the writer talks about when you are raised without a father, like it, it leaves a wound, like this um, invisible wound that does not heal, that you kind of like just grow with but that wound is always there. And that wound, because you don't take care of it, like it causes all of these other issues. Almost like a cancer, right? Like it just sits there and it festers, but you can't see it. Not right? at all, it just eats away at you. It just eats away and, and, and it, it shows up in different type of maladies. Right. Uh, according to him and, and some studies that I've read, too, on this topic, some people like overeat and then they say, oh, you know, I'm overweight because I overeat, which is like the that first layer. Mm-hmm. When if you dig deeper, it's because the past was not taken care of that connection or that that disconnect with the father, that wound was never healed and is showing up as overeating just to just for an example. Um, so that, that point is, is, was, it just so fascinated me because, and I think I mentioned this, so I um, was raised without my father. Mm-hmm. And I always equate that feeling to like a longing. So the wound longing, it kind of like comes together, right? That makes sense. And how that impacted my relationships, me finding a life partner, um, wasn't because I didn't know about love, that wasn't it. It was more like, I just didn't know what love from a man should look like. Even like, you know, so the love of your father is just like the baseline. Like I didn't have a baseline. Right, because the love that you have with your father and your husband are completely different. Right, absolutely. Because it's like romantic love versus uh, parental love. I guess that's the category. Yes. So it is different. But I, you know, I really like your your version of how you look up to your father. Like, I love it. I And I feel like I'm watching a movie. Oh, he would be happy. <laughs> but like the, like my reality, and I think a lot of uh, women's reality is that that father piece is missing for them. And it really impacts how they go about finding that life partner. It really does impact. And I think a lot of women do not even recognize the impact. Like they will blame everything else, right? Yeah, society and mother. And mother? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Because it'll be like, well, mother, you didn't do blah, blah, blah. That's why I don't know. Maybe, um, but it's so important to be able to have the courage to say, you know, something is not right. Something's not right about what's happening in my life. 
and I need help. You need help. So, and that's really what happened. What happened with me is that I got to a point where I was like, why does this keep, why does this keep happening? Right? Like this same, um, of me picking the wrong type of person, it just, it just kept reoccurring. And I had to figure out why, why, what was I, right? I was the common denominator. What was I bringing to the table? And I had to figure that out. And I could not figure that out on my own. Well, at least you had the courage to seek help. Had the, right. Because I knew, and you know, maybe because I read a lot, (laughs) I knew that I had to, that something in my past was really impacting my future, my, my present and my future. Like something, something was like holding me back and I had to figure what that was to cut it loose and then I could move forward. So do you feel like you always knew deep down inside you was looking to get married? No, I was never looking to get married, actually. (laughs) Is it because you didn't have your dad? Uh, You know, possibly. I just always had a strong and still have a strong woman role model and she being my mother had provided me with everything safety home food everything my mother has provided me with everything she had those qualities that (laughs) some ladies look for in a man right um so for me you know, I grew up saying, okay, this is what I know. So I became that type of woman too, where I took care of all of those things. I became that person because that's what I was raised seeing. And anything outside of that was something imaginary, something fictitious. Something you could read in a book. <laughs> or watch or watch a character on TV. Um, so the idea of marriage, it... it it was not important for me to pursue. It just wasn't. It really wasn't. Um, it wasn't until I became... So I say that because oftentimes you'll say, you'll bring up like marriage. And I always, I always counter that with an argument saying that everyone wants to get married. Correct. And I say that because I'm really talking... <laughs> about yourself. <laughs> about myself. <laughs> you know, talking about myself once upon a time where marriage was not the motivating factor it wasn't my end goal but it i definitely wanted a partner i definitely wanted a life partner i wanted someone that i could just live life with grow and, old and travel with yeah and that's so yeah but that's exactly which kind of sounds like having a husband <laughs> in the long run yes but because i did not have that husband, marriage, father, I did not have that example to look at. It's like that concept is just so foreign. It was, it was at, at a point in my life, it was a very foreign concept. Um, but then um, I had an aunt who got married and I was able to observe her marriage. And I was like, okay, this, this seems like something. Could be interesting. Could be interesting. This looks like something that may work out for me, you know, moving forward. So I was able to see it, right? See it and, and be around them and kind of understand how the, how that type of relationship works and kind of see like, 
you know, how, how the, the wife and the husband kind of interact, you know, what does that look like? What kind of conversations do they have? What kind of arguments do they have? What are the challenges and be able to observe those type of things. So then it kind of, you know, then it kind of changed some things, right? So that, op- that really was like the, the door for me to say, uh, Nadia, <laughs> girl, you need some help. <laughs> Yeah, because I think there are many households where there were no men present. And like you said, we know moms to be so self-sufficient. They can provide everything. So we women grow up thinking, well, do I need a man? I can do the same thing they can do. But it's just something about having that male figure there with you as your life partner. Right. But women who don't have that baseline of what a father is, they struggle. I think they struggle. I think they struggle not knowing that that is the reason why they're struggling. That makes sense. Now, what do we do to help them? A, you have to recognize that your past is impacting your present. Like you have... There has to be this awareness. Um, you, you cannot make people shift their way of thought. Like some, there has to be this willingness to say, something's wrong, I need to get professional help. In this case, professional help will be, would be a therapist. Therapist! What's <laughs> in the voice? <laughs> um, and then to really talk about your background, you know, talk about these issues that you're having and to work closely with a therapist. And all that, of course, you know, if you're interested in therapy, um, and I really encourage it, you know, do your research, find someone who, who connects with you, find someone who is qualified, you know, do your research and then start some sessions. And understand that that is a journey that you're not going to go to like two sessions and be like, okay, I've, I'm, fixed. No, it's, it's really just the beginning of this journey of understanding how your past is impacting where you are today. Yeah. it, it, It can be a struggle, but I think many of us need someone to sit and talk with, not just your friend, because your friend will tell you sometimes what you want to hear, but a therapist who's trained who can really help you work through your issues. Because, you know, I'm quite sure they give you plenty of homework of where to dig in your past. Yeah. And so I know you mentioned you mentioned a friend that um, she talked about this, what did you say, like this longing? I, talk, I call it longing. Right. She had that um, feeling of rejection. She okay, just okay. always felt... What why, what did she do that made him leave? And she always longed for him to return. I mean, he lived in the same state she lived in, but yet they didn't have a strong relationship. Oh, okay. Did she ever try to reach out to him once she was an adult? She did, but then it just it just never went anywhere. And I think she just held on to that after he passed away that she always wondered 
why, why did he leave? Why wasn't he there? And I think sometimes in the back of her mind, she probably thinks about that about, with her spouse. Yeah. And that's so, you know, so real talk, that's so unfair to her spouse because her spouse, he will never be able to fill that, that wound that she has. She needs the therapist. She, <laughs> like she, he will never be able to fill that, that, that wound that was created by her father. That longing that she feels, the spouse cannot feel, he cannot feel it because that type of love is different. Totally different. Because her spouse is that's more romantic love, right? Maybe she's not getting the romance we think she is. Listen. (laughs) So, but just expecting, um, so when you say that she feels she has like abandonment, right? Issues. Yes. So now she's looking, I'm assuming, from her, from her spouse, she wants him to provide her with this type of assurance, which she really cannot do. Is she, do you know, is she clingy with him? Is she insecure? I think deep down she is insecure. They've only been married about two years. Okay. But who knows? Maybe if they both seek therapy, because I think he has issues too. Um, maybe they can work it out together. I think, I think that'd be a good, a good step because he pro. well, you know, you know, I was, I think everyone has issues. Um, yeah, you almost make me want to go see a therapist. (laughs) I can give you a name, (laughs) (laughs) but I just, and so again, the relationship with our father, there are studies there and, you know, Definitely look, you know, Google it, um, Google the topic. There are a lot of studies done and, and it, it, it talks about the impact of not having a father present and how that impacts your life. And on the flip side, even if you have a father who is physically there, but he is not emotionally there, like giving, Ooh. right, providing attention. You know, so <clears throat> there are a lot of fathers in the household who just work like they work all the time and the kids don't see them. Um, so that type of emotional disconnect can also impact uh, women as well. So it's, it's the absence could be completely gone or the absence could be this emotional disconnection. Why you say, Ooh, was that too deep? Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, Oh, you know, we always think of he's there and he's participating. But we never think about he's there and not participating emotionally. Yeah. I mean, we have people who really go all out to celebrate Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Like my dad, um, he'll, he'll tell you in a minute, you know, fathers don't get the same thing mothers get. But I try to make sure he gets the same kind of treatment. Yeah, yeah. And you, but you do that because you had a really good relationship with your father. Yes, I did. And and some people probably just do it because that's what most people do. Like it's an expectation, obligation, an obligation, exactly. And they just go through the motions, which again goes back to not addressing your ish. <laughs> <laughs> Therapy. Therapy. So Nadia. 
Do you think you seeking therapy mm -hmm. led you to finding your life partner? Uh, you're going deep, T. Um, yes, because, you know, I, I started, you know, started with a therapist. And after that, that kind of opened up the door for me to look for a dating coach. Mm -hmm. And had I not started with a therapist, and then that led me to the dating coach, which then gave me some strategies, right, on how to date and all, do all these other things, I would not have found my life partner because I, I didn't know how and I had all that trash from my past that there was, if I did not start that work with therapy to clean that stuff up, there was no way I would have been open enough to meet my life partner and then get married. So you had to do something to repair, uh, not repair, what's the word I'm looking for, to close that wound. Yes. I had to heal heal the wound. Yeah. I had to do the work. I had to, I, I had to recognize I had a wound. That's, that's like the step number one. I had to recognize it. Then I had to go find some medicinal stuff, right? Can just keep peeling the scab. <laughs> right. And then I had to allow myself to heal, allow that process. And as I got healthier, I guess, um, then I just kept moving forward. Therapist, dating coach, doing all these different things, learning how to date differently. You know, it, I, I just, it changed the way I saw things. It changed the idea that, oh, I don't really want to get married. I just like, you know, want someone to hang out with. Mm -hmm. um, all of that, that whole journey made me see things differently. It, it like cr create this awareness that I really didn't have. Like I felt like I was awakened by all of this stuff that was happening. If that makes sense. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Um, but yeah, but had I not done that tea, I, I don't, I firmly believe, I honestly believe that I would not have met my life partner and be married today. I'm glad because I can tell that you're happy. I am. And I really hope that this, this discussion helps a lot of women find their life partner. I hope that this discussion helps them realize that there is some stuff in their past that they probably need to address and they should definitely seek a professional I'll say it again, seek a professional, professional. Um, to help you. Thank you for joining me this week on the Grown and Tender podcast. Follow Grown and Tender on Instagram for updates or go to grownandtender.com. Oh, and every first Thursday, I'll answer listeners' questions. So send me your questions. Send it to podcast at grownandtender.com. Also, please subscribe to the show so you can catch every new episode as it drops. Listen in next Thursday.